All right, guys, welcome to Vibe 25 Podcast. This is probably like episode 10, 11, I miss call at this point, but welcome to Vibe 25 Podcast, where we lose our mind and come to our senses. And today we're switching it up a little bit because, as you can see, I have on my headphones. I'm ready to, like, you know, call in somebody. And today we're having Amber Evening. She's on the, the Googler, <laughs> the video call today. And Amber, where are you? I'm in New Jersey. I'm right outside of New York City. Oh, awesome. She's in New Jersey. Um, and today is an extension of the traveling dancer. So I think that was like episode four or five and we talked about traveling, why you choose to travel. Um, we had Johari Tate, Nani Yard and Chantal Martin. And I think that was kind of like my favorite episode today. I think that one had a lot of feedback and I think, you know, it's best to just extend on traveling dancers because there are quite a few traveling dancers that are Barbadian and Amber actually reached out to me this time. I thought that was so cool. Like, she wanted to talk about dance. So, Amber, hi. What's up, girl? Hi. I'm so excited to be on. <laughs> I'm, like, such a fan. And I listened to that episode. And I'm so excited to do an extension on it. It's going to be great. <laughs> yes. Awesome. Okay, Amber. So, I think I met you because um, when I danced in Dance in Africa, I think we had, like, um, we used to you know, do performances together at Go Cup and sometimes at yep. Just Dance. So she's yep. actually the daughter of Adonia Evening, who is the director of the Barbados Dance Place. So first of yep. all, introduce yourself and tell us how it is to actually be, you know, like the daughter of a dance, you know, owner. <laughs> how 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 is that? <laughs> Well, that's kind of crazy, but so firstly, I'm Amber, um, so I got into dance, obviously, through my mom and her studio. Um, she used to, like, leave her classes every Saturday, and I was, like, two, and I would cry every time she left and begged to go to ballet, and one day she took me, and here I am. <laughs> awesome. So, it kind of, I kind of basically grew up there. It was, like, my second home, just because I spent so much share time in that building, you know? taking whatever class she allowed me to. I was like a dancing with like older kids at first because I was like five wanting to do jazz and there was no one my age doing jazz and like stuff like that. And then when it came to like any shows and performances, like I was there doing costumes from since I could learn how to use a glue stick, you know? <laughs> so, um, yeah, definitely child labor in the good way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, it was fabulous having her. Um, I think when I was younger, I didn't enjoy it as much. I felt a lot of pressure and um, it's hard. They're harder on you. You know, she was a, very hard on me in classes and stuff. I, I shed many a tear. What? I always tell the story yeah. of my first point class ever, uh-huh. ever, ever in point twos. You know, the excitement that people have with that. And I'm at the bar with all the other little girls and I'm looking at my feet because it's like, oh my gosh, a shiny new pair of point shoes and going up on my toes for the first time. And everyone's looking at their feet too. Uh-huh. But she told me, she gave me one warning. She was like, Amber, you're not supposed to look down at your feet. Yeah. It messes up your alignment. Yes. Stop looking down. <laughs> and I didn't stop looking down and I got put out of class. Oh my gosh. In your mom's class? So, 
Yep, she put me out. She was oh, like, yeah. get out. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so <laughs> she was hard on me, but I think it made me like the disciplined dancer I am today. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that was great. And just seeing the behind the scenes now as a teacher, it's, I didn't realize how much it was going to help me in this side of life. Yeah. Like, even like the business side of the studio I saw, mm-hmm. the handling parents and yes. kids I saw. <laughs> that you know, there was all these elements that I saw growing up and that I helped with growing up that I took for granted. And sometimes we're even like, oh, I'm at the studio again, helping again. Like, you know, yeah. as you are as a, also, although like I love it so much, but I can't really say as that. a teacher because I teach as well. And if you want to have great time management, um, you know, you have to be ready for your class before. You have to be warmed up before you warm up persons. You have to have a schedule. You have to be patient, especially oh, yeah. if you have different levels of, of persons in one class. So, yeah, I, I can totally relate to that. <laughs> yeah, it was great. And, like, growing up and seeing behind the scenes, like, seeing her, like, you know, in the living room doing some choreography and, like, figuring out what she was doing for class and stuff. Like, I took all those things for granted. And then now that I'm, like, you know, living alone and I'm a dance teacher. It's so great to like be able to look back on those things. Mm -hmm. And it's great to have someone now in my adulthood that understands what I'm going through. Like will understand struggles with students or struggles with parents or just struggles in the dance world in general. Like Mm -hmm. the fact that there's no auditions and stuff like that. Um, A lot of non-artists sometimes aren't able to connect to our struggles Mm -hmm. um so it's great to have like a mom that does you know i can call her and be like i had the worst day mom or the worst audition and i can go into like detail and i could be like i fell out of my double turn in an audition in front of and she's just like oh girl i oh falling out of a double turn in a like disney audition (laughs) she must feel bad like you know like she gets it she gets it okay great that's awesome um so Tell us, first of all, where are you studying and, and why you chose New Jersey? Because I think uh, the other ladies that came on, I think Chantal was in New York. Um, not sure where Johari was, but I think she was in like Manhattan, but like ups, upside Manhattan. And Nandi travels all around the Caribbean, all around the world. So why did you choose yeah. New Jersey? Okay, so I was... Okay, I've been in love with New York City my whole life. Like, just, like, in love, in love. And it was just the dance capital of the world, and it's just where I saw myself. Um, and at 11, after my 11th class, mm-hmm. my mom took me to New York. It was my first time up here, and we saw a Broadway show. And I was just, like, that was it. I was, like... The soonest I could like, you know, live there and experience that every day of life. Like yeah. better. I was so excited. Oh no, you paused for a second. Okay, you're back. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so it, it was always like somewhere I wanted to be. So then when I turned eighteen, um, I next been I got another like ship and I was so excited and I applied to like all the conservatories in, in New York City and I decided to go to Steps on Broadway in their international program because mm-hmm. um, then that would give me that would give me a year to audition to the college programs because all the college programs were only like in-person auditions yeah. and like I couldn't afford to fly up just for an audition you know yeah. like so I I started at Steps which actually was probably the biggest 
shift in my dancing and like it was one of the hardest years of my life and one of the best years of my life and like it was the greatest thing I did taking one year off of academics Mm -hmm. to just pursue yeah basically it was a gap year training in dance in like the middle I was living on 86th and Broadway like at steps on 72nd and Broadway every day in Midtown I did like Fosse courses at BDC. It was just, it was phenomenal. And then I was able to like network with um, dancers that I loved and meet dancers I loved and figure out in myself where I wanted to go with dance. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where I found that like a musical theater is really what makes me so happy. Ah. Um, whereas I would never, it was, it was, that's not really something I ever trained in in Barbados. You yeah, know, I did jazz. The closest and all thing to stuff. musical theater is like a pantomime or just dance. Yeah. Or anything close to that. That's it. That's about it, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I did pantomimes when I was really young. Yeah. Um, and then I like jazz and just dance and I did everything that was close to it, but nothing quite like musical theater up here and after seeing like a couple of Broadway shows and taking the classes I was like this is where I feel the most alive Uh like I love all forms of dance I'll never like shut down any of them like I love them Mm -hmm. but um and especially like contemporary and lyrical like I love that and feeling my emotions and getting raw but when I think of myself like on a long-term basis I want something that makes me happy like something that brings me joy and I was like musical theater really does that for me um, so then after steps, I met like some great mentors there who were telling me about different college programs. Mm-hmm. And I auditioned for Montclair, which is an up and coming one um, in New Jersey. I think they were ranked number five or six last year in the wow. States, which is awesome. It's great because we're right. It's right outside the city. So it's like 20 minutes from the city. So we get all the city teachers, but then you're living in a campus setting. Mm-hmm. And it's also like a BFA. So then you have all the academics to go with it too. Because I was looking at conservatories in the city that was just like dance training. And I decided I wanted the degree. Um, So that's kind of why I made that decision. Mm -hmm. And it was like one of my best decisions. Um, It's a really, it's a great school. I went through many an injury there and they, you know, helped me through. Um, I met some great teachers yeah it was a great experience and then I graduated yeah so I'm actually not studying anymore I graduated at the beginning of COVID <laughs> oh my god that's wow I know Tell us so that. my last semester yeah my last semester of school was basically um taking ballet and modern class um in my boyfriend's bedroom <laughs> <laughs> over zoom oh um my because gosh. Yeah, it was crazy. So they cleared out campus and everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm like the only international um, student, basically, in the dance program. Mm-hmm. So I was like living on an empty campus alone, which oh my wasn't gosh. my favorite thing to Probably do. So then I. Too. Yeah, it was like a ghost town. It was very, it was not fun. Mm. Um, so then, and then they shut down. All the studios were like barred off. Like yeah. I couldn't even go and take class alone. Okay. Like you had to do it in like your like dorm or your bedroom. Right. So yeah, it was dancing in very small spaces mm. for a whole That's semester. So and like last week we had um, the student, the, 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 the student dancer, like the persons who were studying dance in COVID. And they said, you know, some of them had such a hard time dancing on concrete 
in small spaces, doing exam in small spaces. So that's interesting to see that you're also experiencing that overseas. But yeah, so let's go in a little bit into oh, yeah. the traveling dancer. Um, why did you choose to travel? Why Why is it that, you know, whatever you want to do in dance, you can't do here? Okay, it's a big one. So since I found out the music there really was my heart, um, there just there isn't an avenue for that. Then I went to like for me to um, make a living in the performance era the way I would like to. I felt like it was really hard to be able to do that in Barbados. Yeah, and I felt like um, yeah, just the type of dancing I'm interested in and the type of dancing I want to do is just not offered at that level. Mm-hmm. Or people are just not getting paid enough for their amazing talents in Barbados yeah. and aren't getting respected enough for mm-hmm. their amazing talents. And um, if I really wanted to, you know, dig in and get the most out of my life as a performer, mm-hmm. I didn't think I could do that back home. Mm-hmm. So it's sad. It really is. Because I love my beautiful island and I want to be there as much as I can. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you also got to, you know, pursue those dreams too, especially while you're young and your body left you. <laughs> it's true. But, uh, okay, so you said there are no avenues here. So do you think as though you were able to achieve what you wanted to, especially being in a pandemic and everything has gone on a pause, have you felt like, hmm, is this the right decision I've made or maybe I should come back home and, and try another avenue? Yeah, totally. I mean, I feel like those are internal battles that every dancer is having now, especially with COVID. Yeah. Um, and yeah, COVID's been really difficult because so I've been graduated for a year now mm-hmm. um, and I've been on my work visa for a year. Okay. And it was supposed to be my year where I built up credits like, you know, auditions and get little gigs here and there to then be able to fill like a portfolio to then be able to apply for a longer artist visa and just like, you know, keep the ball rolling in that yeah. way. But I haven't been like there's been no performances. <laughs> so there's been no auditions. So I definitely haven't achieved what I've traveled to achieve yet. I'm yeah. hoping that I still have time in my life to do that. Um, and COVID goes away. So I'm a, a, like allowed to do that basically. <laughs> um, I mean, right before I graduated, before COVID shut down, I was in the city auditions, like two, three auditions a day. Wow. So, you know, I'm, I'm waiting for that day to come where the auditions start rolling back and, so I get to get back into them. You said you're on a work visa. Okay, cool. Uh, as a non-national or, you know, just somebody who is not from the country, you always have to have a plan. And, um, you know, you chose to go overseas. What's your plan for, like, five years? Are you you're looking to start a school overseas? Are you just looking to teach? Do you just want to, you know, perform for 10 years and come back to Barbados and like show other persons what you've learned. Like what's your plan for going overseas to travel and teach? I love it. (laughs) You're hitting with the big ones today. Ah. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, you know, praise God, everything goes well with continuing applications, et cetera, with visas. Um, I would like to stay here for, at least, as you said, like five to 10 years and get in the performance that like my soul is craving yeah. <laughs> and get on those like 
those stages and like be able to like show myself. I'm definitely not in a realm where I would like to open up school up here. That's not in my cards. Okay. I love teaching and I love my kids. Yeah. Um, but performance is really like my number one passion. So I want to do that while I'm fit and young and happy and like no injuries. And I want to do that to the best of my ability for as long as I can. Um, and then continue my teaching career right now. I am teaching because again, COVID mm-hmm. and I'll probably keep up teaching on the side as like a supplementary income. But yeah, I would say like five to 10 years. Okay. Um, I found, New Jersey I found love here. Else? Well, well, right now I live like 20 minutes out of the city. So it's great. Cause I live with my boyfriend. We just moved into a new apartment. Um, but I can hop on the bus and go to auditions okay. and go. And if I have a performance, I can go to the performance. Like it's a perfect like in between. Yeah. So you're not paying the sky high rent mm-hmm. of New York city, mm-hmm. but um, I'm getting, I'm basically there whenever I want to awesome. lick my fingers and there. So it's good. It's so a good in between. Like, go back to dance so, yeah, with- and, and teach, you know, musical theater, because you did say that there are no avenues available since you've you know gained the knowledge for 10 years you've done the work you've done your performances you've done the classes do you think now that you have the knowledge to come back to dance plate or just any other school and you know start this new avenue of musical theater definitely i mean my whole one of my whole like purposes of like traveling up here and experiencing this to be able to give it back to Barbados. like that was like a whole purpose of it is like I wanted to experience this and I had to try to do it like how can I bring this to people who can't you know um so I've already done like a lot like musical theater classes virtually for dance place um okay and I did like yeah and when I come back I've done like classes with like dance narcotics like youth group and stuff like that yeah um so yeah I will always keep that up like whenever I'm visiting and over zoom. And then when I move back home, most definitely, like most definitely, I want to like, I don't have any grand ideas yet about what I want to do. Like maybe I open a company in Barbados. Maybe I, I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, Who knows what the future holds? You know, your mom is not going to be, you know, around forever. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, totally. I mean, I feel like she's going to be running that school. Um, until she's like in a walker my mom's <laughs> one of those like yeah she is she's a, she's amazing she's like the strongest woman I think I've ever known okay. so yeah so I'm not definitely not daring to come back and be like all right mom where's the keys <laughs> <laughs> but yeah but uh definitely I want to I want to bring back to Barbados everything I've learned out here uh. and yeah that's awesome. I think uh, one of the themes of Vi25 and how it started was, you know, to give back, to be of service to others, to help the community of dance, to help, you know, artists, even persons who haven't danced before want to be, you know, in the field of dance and just to move to be able to have, you know, something to, to give to them as dancers. And I think that's so beautiful that, you know, you're going to take that time for like 10 years to learn musical theater and give back in a, in a beautiful way. So kudos to you, girl. I am so looking forward <laughs> to that. Okay, so you've alluded it, alluded to it before, but I just want to go a little in depth into COVID a little bit. 
and understanding how it is to, you know, move back and forth here. Because you told me you were here for Christmas. And then, you know, the first lockdown, you graduated. And then you're, we, we went into a second lockdown. I'm not sure what happened in New Jersey. But um, how have you been, like, managing, teaching? Because I see you do some online classes. You do some Zoom classes. Um, how have you been managing, teaching, and also just working and dancing? Yeah, so it's definitely been a struggle, especially to like, you know, make ends meet in a COVID world with just so basically, um, when you're on a work visa pair, it's I'm only allowed to work within my field. So you know, I can't like, go on the side and do some waitressing hours and get some extra money in my pocket. It's I can only teach if there's students to teach, Mm. you know, and I can only teach I can only dance. So that was um, the number one um struggle was fresh out of college figuring out okay where do I go because my plan was to be auditioning all day in the city and book some like performances here and there so what am I doing with my life because all that I shut down gone zilch yeah um so I just started applying to dance schools I applied to some like dance intensives for like to work during the first summer I was here um and then I've I've been lucky enough fortunate enough to find two remarkable schools they're so great Mm -hmm. they're in new jersey um and both of like the staff is just loving and kind and give me honestly barbados vibes which is hard to find here (laughs) like it's like a it's a good it's like a good community family what was it like i feel like just like village vibes just like (laughs) everyone's you know just like everyone's there for each other and to make each other happy and to make each other whole like it's yeah, just community. And I feel like you don't find that here a lot, especially in the dance world. It's very cutthroat, very competitive. Yeah. Even for kids, for kids here, it's, I, I don't know how they do it. It's really hard. Yeah. Um, so I've been lucky to find spaces which have also good recreational programs mm-hmm. and are just there for like the joy of dance, which is kind of what I'm about. <laughs> so, awesome. I, so yeah, so teaching for them, it all started just online only because we were in our major lockdown last summer. Then when September came, we were allowed to open up. Wow. But obviously a lot of families were uncomfortable bringing their children in person. So we did half and half. Yeah. So I would teach with a headset, which I still do. And I have some children like on a flat screen tv on the back of the studio okay. at home yeah and then some students in person um and that's like i basically have to relearn how to teach because yes. <laughs> oh it's a whole new it's ball true. game yeah when you're dealing with with one room but having people in front of you and having people on a screen it's just it's, um it's a whole different too. yeah and and then obviously masks are still required uh, so a lot more break for the kids and yeah yeah you can like an audience chamber yeah. so it's a, and then they have like a little like six feet squares and okay. we're very strict with it up here mm-hmm. um especially just because at that time when they first opened our cases were through the roof right. um so like no partner work no chatting with your friends no yeah. getting close to your friends water yeah. breaks are six feet apart like and it's hard like little kids don't really understand that so for my younger group it's hard to be that like you have to be that authority that's telling them no don't do that but it's really like all they want to do is you know dance with their friends and have fun 
Uh, yeah, exactly. All they are craving is that connection and yeah. to be with their people. Um, so I met some of my students literally on the day of their final show of the year, oh. like on the stage. Okay. I met them. Oh. I had never seen them before. <sighs> I spaced them in my dance okay. and they arrived in costume and went on the stage. And I oh. didn't know what to expect because <laughs> all I saw was what was through the screen. Yes. And I just had to pray that yeah, they, they remembered their spacing yes. and remembered where they stood. Oh, um, that's interesting. So... Yeah, so through teaching, that's basically been our major challenge. Mm -hmm. And then when there was major outbreaks, we then went fully online for a couple of weeks and then opened back hybrid. Fully okay. online for a couple of weeks and opened back hybrid. Yeah. Um, but when it comes to like New Jersey on a whole, we haven't had another lockdown since that first one. Mm -hmm. um, so living's been okay. Like I haven't had like any struggles with that. Teaching has just kind of been off and on depending on how people are doing. But right now, everybody's doing well and vaccines are rolling out up here pretty fast yes, yeah um so most people are comfortable coming in person now so i have majority of my classes is all in person again which is great because mm -hmm. even though we're masked it's so much nicer to have a student in front of you physically yes, than on a true. screen <laughs> yeah and then i also teach um stretch classes okay on zoom i think i on saw Sunday. that on instagram yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah so that's more for like everybody that's all walks of life dancer and non-dancer and yeah. that's great like yeah. i would like i teach like one of my cousins comes and joins me every week and i would never have done that before covid mm -hmm. she would have never have done that it's just not something you would have even thought of and now here we are sharing a space yeah sharing a connection every yeah so it's great mm -hmm. well that's great so covid um, brought us some things and took away some things yes. but overall i think it'll be positive yeah um I think you're such a great, like, conversational person. You're, you're so good. Oh, my gosh. You have so much I'm sorry. I'm just talking off your air, no, really. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, <laughs> so I think we can wrap up, you know, our COVID talk and, and traveling. I want to know your bop of the week. I want to know what you're listening to. Without music, you can't dance. Without dancers and music. So it's, like, the same thing. Like, totally. what are you listening to right now? No, I love that. Okay, so my bop of the week, you're going to laugh at me. Yeah. The new album by Olivia Rodrigo. Okay. That just came out. It's called no Sour. Is, but okay. <laughs> I'll listen to it's it. It's called Sour. It's called Sour, and it's just, it's not even like, it just brings me back to like my 16-year-old self. What's it's like a full breakup album. What's the genre? It's just pop. Oh, it's, pop. Okay. <laughs> it's just pop. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and I, I'm normally not but I listened to this album and I was just like, this is like something that every girl needed to yeah. sing to in the shower at some point in their life. Yeah. So it came out like this week and I've listened to it like three times and I'm just like, yeah, this is great. Uh, well, me for right now, I'm listening to more like indie, neo, soul, snow, allegra kind of vibes. Just really, oh, love it. Yeah, just love really it. mellow for me right now. Um, another round I want to go. I want to know what's in your dance bag. Tell me what's in your dance bag. I know it's a little different over there, but I need to know your essentials, like what you must have in your dance bag. <laughs> oh, I'm very excited for this segment. Okay. I've seen people do this all the time, yeah. and I'm so excited to finally be able to do this. I oh. actually brought my dance okay. bag close awesome. so I could look inside. Yeah. So I always have a... I, I um, commute on the bus and train a lot, mm -hmm. so I always have a bus. 
A book that I'm okay. reading. Elizabeth Gilbert. Um, so right now I'm reading a book by Elizabeth Gilbert. She's City awesome. of Girls. Um, then I have like, you're going to laugh, but maybe like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And she, she's the author of Eat, Pray, Love. Oh, okay. Um, and awesome. she had like, I think I'm not funny, but I had five. I have like five little notebooks. Okay, I have a and like too. each of my schools, each of my schools have a notebook. So I had like one for one school, one for the other school. I had oh. one for recital choreography, and then I had one for me stuff. Mm-hmm. So like when I meditate and stuff, my gratitude list, like yeah. all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I have one for me. And then I have one that's just like to do list. Okay, <laughs> I think we we should. Oh, I, I have the same thing too. Yeah, I'm like they're pretty tiny, so I can hold a lot of them. Yeah, and I like that each one's like a different topic, so I don't get them confused. Yeah. And then obviously laptop, laptop charger. Mm-hmm. Oh, as a dancer, socks. I can never have enough socks yeah, in New York City. I need some good socks. So. I have like four pairs of crew socks in the bottom of my bag just floating around. Yeah. I have a K tape, which I actually don't use anymore, mm-hmm. but when like injuries act oh, yeah. up, that's always like my number one go to. Okay. Um, at the bottom of my bag I have my shoe holder. So this is exciting. I have a pair of ballet slippers in there right now, tap shoes. Can I see what it looks shoes. like? I mean I'm I'm not sure if my audience can see it, but I need to <laughs> of see. course. If you could, if I could bring me, you can see what she looks like. <laughs> so there's like this whole like bottom compartment oh that gosh. just like, whoa. Oh, okay, cool. So many so shoes. It's amazing because um, as a normal dancer, I'm sure that sometimes all shoes have a certain aroma them <laughs> that we don't want with yeah. all the rest of our things yeah so i found this backpack and it is the best backpack i've ever owned and i have this compartment at the bottom that's separated from everything and it's waterproof and i have all my shoes in there mm-hmm. so yeah and right now it's ballet tap and jazz Ooh. and then when i take class in the city it will also be i have a pair of nudes with duca heels which yeah. always come with me and then I'm, I have like a two point shoes that I'm wearing right now. Um, okay. So, so those will be when I'm actually dancing for myself. But this yeah. is currently packed for teaching, <laughs> so that's why those are in there. Okay. Um, let's see. Oh, ma- makeup wipes because makeup wipes. with the mask and stuff, when you get sweaty, yeah. like I like to wipe my face in yeah. between. Okay. Um, I yeah, I need to. Oh, painkillers. Okay. Very definite. <laughs> Um, those, this is a lacrosse ball yeah. and it's like harder than a tennis ball Yeah. so like when you roll on it it doesn't like decompress it really just like gets in there to all uh, of knots okay cool so this is a key <laughs> a ball yeah the, the best ball you will ever find is a lacrosse ball to roll out with I said it first <laughs> <laughs> and then <laughs> And then this section is just snacks. So it's just like trail mix and granola bars. And I normally throw in like an apple on top. Yeah. And my coffee. Like I always stick my coffee mug in my side pocket. I'm like 
a coffee addict at the current moment, <laughs> which is new for me. Yeah. And hand sanitizer because we're still in the pandemic. Yes. Some makeup in this front pocket, Mm -hmm. bun supplies, because you never know when a ballet bun is necessary. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, other than that, it's just like little junks, like lip smackers. Charger. One of those little dongles. I have like an audio adapter in there, too, from Mm -hmm. like teaching Mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff. Oh, and then, ooh, my tape section. Okay. for my point shoes yeah. i have like four different types of tape okay that i tape my toes up with and then obviously hairbrush and yeah that's about it ah. so my essentials are my reading supplies my notebooks and snacks that's okay. about it awesome. <laughs> another last segment before we end because this this is great like, i love this okay so it's called this or that what do you prefer <laughs> so do you prefer jumps or leaps okay Sorry, jumps are turns. Leap. Okay, okay, okay. Turns, turns, turns. turns. Have to be turns for <laughs> turns. me. Okay, turns. Uh, do you prefer bar work yes. or across the floor? Bar work. I like to be like internal at the beginning of my class okay. and just kind of like tune into my body. Like I really enjoy that. Okay. Do you prefer sports bras? And big t-shirts are a leotard. Ooh, depends on the class. Ballet, I'm 100% a leotard girl. Anything else, any other genre at all in the world, sports brand, baggy t-shirt. Okay, <laughs> cool. Awesome. And last one, a solo or duet? Solo, duet, or group piece? I think duet. So that you have that connection yeah. with somebody else yeah. and you get to like foster that. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I crave that right now, especially yeah. in the pandemic. I crave that. Yeah. So yeah, totally. Awesome. Okay. This was so good. Um, Amber, thank you so much first for reaching out to me and also adding to episode um, 10 or 11. <laughs> traveling dancer part two uh this has been great thank you so much enjoy new jersey i wish you nothing but the best and we're beginning to open up so i think you know there's more in-person classes probably auditions are going to start back my friend duane just went back to manchester yeah yeah he just went back to start like king again so you know broadway is opening back so i'm wishing you nothing but the best Continue doing what you're doing. Yes. Um, the next 10 years of your life will be amazing. And uh, Blessings to you. Thank you. Thank you so much. And thank you for this platform and your amazing energy that you're giving to all your listeners. You're thank great. You. You're really, you're shining out there in Barbados. So <laughs> keep doing your thing. Thank you, you're honey. giving so much to the dancers. Oh. And listeners, I hope I wasn't too boring with oh, all my chatting. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. I hope you enjoyed this segment. Yeah. Awesome. All right. See you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> okay, guys. So that's the end um, of the traveling dancer. Uh, I'm so excited just so you know, be able to talk to persons overseas and seeing what they're doing and be able to give you their perspective of being a dancer overseas because it's not easy. It really isn't. And um, thank you again, Amber. You're such a like a good sport. Thank you so much. On the next episode is going to be about endometriosis. Um, 
you know, dealing with period pains, cramps, and stuff like that, and dancing. Mm-hmm. And we're going to have a doctor, a dancer on that podcast. So look out for that as well. See you guys. Bye.